It's Superman. Man, we at it again. Damn. <clears throat> it's National, uh, what is it? National Drink Wine Day? National Wine Down Day? Something like that? Let me look it up. National Wine Day 2021. Oh, that's May. Is it, what did they say? It was National Drink Wine Day? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. That's some alcoholic shit. Um, you got National Wine Day and National Drink Wine Day. Okay. Um, just show you, like, man, we, we a generation of luscious, you know, like millennials as I drink wine, though. It's crazy. Welcome to episode five, Loose Squares Podcast. Let's get it. What the hell? Oh, my God. No way yet. Talking about. Oh, man, it's your boy, SLV Sounds, man. You are now rocking with DJ Super Hoover. DJ Superman, man. Turn me up, brother. Hi, da, da. It's Superman. All right, so <clears throat> this week's episode, I'm going to call it soul food, right? Thinking about food for the soul. Things that serve a deep purpose, right? And when we think about deep, when we think about like what we need at the core, like, we've been through a lot of shit. Um, so, like, we need healing, right? Sometimes we, we need, like, I guess, answers. We need um, empathy. We need solutions. Uh, we need understanding. Like, it's a lot that goes into, like, the, th- the things that we need, like, the help that we need. Because, you know, I, I'm I, I always, I, I don't know, I guess I got to preface this. I, I'm speaking from the perspective of a black man in America, um, professional black man in America who also, you know, has to maintain a social side, a father, um, the uh, a lover to my woman, like, you know, a mate to my woman. Like, so that's my perspective. And it's like, I speak from that and I know that there's a, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here who feel me. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I'm just coming from this arbitrary place and this random place of like, oh, I just think some off the wall shit. Like, nah, I'll be saying what I be saying because I feel like um, when I say it, motherfuckers feel where I'm coming from or people feel where I'm coming from. You know, whatever, whatever is your flavor this this fine evening. Right. I don't want to offend nobody. So I'm talking about soul food, like what we need at the core. Right. And just thinking about us. We need to go to therapy you know what i mean like we need to say you know what i don't have my shit figured out and i'm gonna figure it out you know what i'm saying like those are two things i think those are two like big steps like in terms of being mature being emotionally intelligent um being self-aware like to be able to say i ain't got my shit together that's one right that's that's one accomplishment but then to say i ain't got my shit together boom and I'm going to figure my shit out. Boom. That's a double whammy, right? When you motherfucking, uh, I would say the home run, you bypass third base, is when you say, I ain't got it together. I'm going to figure my shit out. And I'm going to go talk to somebody to figure my shit out. Or I'm going to, you know, find ways to figure my shit out. Right. Like, so that's the uh, I guess the trifecta, but we can consider that trifecta a home run in this situation. And and just just a little bit of uh, 
to provide a little bit of context, like why I named it Soul Food, right? Um, thinking of the the Goody Mob album, Soul Food, like that, that was what, 95? So I may have been, I don't want to say six, I think I was in seventh grade, 95, right? It was, I think it was the top of seventh grade, like, yeah, so, and I remember getting that tape, um, getting the tape, the Goody Mob Soul Food tape. And it was interesting because to this day, like, I don't know, like, how, like, which direction to put a tape in to be like, I'm going to play. It should be blowing me with the ambulance um, every day, every day, all day. Um, like, let me let them pass. Jeez. I like, we ain't recording it here. Damn. Anyway. Um, I, I don't know which side to put it in to be like, I want to play side A, side B. So that was where I really like discovered that I didn't know how to do that shit. Um, the out, the, um, soul food album. Right. And so it was just an album that I would just like randomly put on one side, play it randomly put on another side, play it. And it was like, I found myself like playing it through and it really like, it was one of the early albums that woke up like my love for music because as I, I you know, I talked about it earlier about um, <clears throat> like me loving West coast music. Right. And so I think I transitioned from West coast to the South, like in the nineties, you know, um, outcast UGK. Um, and then Goody Mob, you know, like that was, that was what like exposed me to, the South and this like interesting sound that nobody had ever thought to like, I guess promote, you know what I mean? So, um, I say that to say like, it, it really touched me and it really like woke the, the feeling of like, yeah, music is a dope thing. But I, I think sometimes we, and also thinking about that album in particular, they had a, a interlude um, with the Serenity Prayer, and that was, you know, being seventh grade, twelve, eleven, twelve years old. Um, I I was like, man, I, I would hear it, but you know, I didn't know like the the true like depth of the Serenity Prayer, right? Because like, like I said, I, you know, I would listen to the album, and you know, I'm listening to the album just for the sake of listening to the album, but like in the skit, if you're not familiar. With the uh, Serenity Prayer, they use it in like recovery, alcohol um, recovery, Alcoholics Anonymous, um, Narcotics Anonymous. It's it's a it's a recovery prayer, and it's <clears throat> God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Right. So that that's the part that they read, and. Just in thinking about that, I think that's that trifecta right there coming back. And so that skit, that serenity prayer was like somewhat of a mantra, you know, to my subconscious, you know. And I I think it, it stuck out to me at an early age and it just came around full circle at how old am I? 37? 37 years old where this this is a powerful prayer and it it, it was it, it was um first like introduced to me through this dope ass album you know but back to my back to my thing 
my initial um, point, we all we need that soul food, right? We need to be able to figure out like what makes us tick, why we are who we are, um, why we feel what we feel, right? Like, and what it means when we feel what we feel, like these different things. So we have to to be willing to to say, you know what? It ain't just me. You know, it ain't, it ain't, I'm not, I can't get myself through this without the help or the support of somebody else, right? Because I think what we do is two choices that we have. Like when we go through some shit, we either try to pray it off. And I'm not knocking that, right? I'm not saying like, don't pray about it. Don't take it to God. Definitely do that. But it's it's like faith without works is what? Come on, man. You know what I mean? So we either just pray it off and think like, oh, it's going to be all good after that. Like, you know, it's going to, I don't have to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Not saying like it won't work out. Like saying like, I don't have to do anything. Like you have to be committed to um, the works, right? You have to be committed to like the act after, you know, having the faith, right? So we either pray it off or we play it off, right? We don't even acknowledge the shit. Sometimes we'll just be like, I mean, you know, that's just how it is. Or, you know, that that's what that's what happened to me all the time. You know what I mean? Like, and we normalize this shit. So I think like in us playing it off, we normalize. It. And it's like, nah, we gotta find a way to like meet this shit head on and not be not be afraid of conflict and avoid conflict and be able to say like shit, I'm gonna fucking address this shit. You feel me? And before we move on, can I just say thinking sticking to that soulful album. The song Cell Therapy, I have to go on record and say Andre 3000 had the greatest verse, the greatest verse um, of the late 90s on that song. And you can at me, you can DM me, you can argue with me, but you're not going to try to shoot the fair one with me about it because Andre 3000 killed that. All right, now I'm about to be factual, right? So crazy fact, 16% of black people in America, right? 16%, and that's 7 million people, right? 16% of black people in America reported having a mental illness, right? And just, I guess this is like an opportunity to break the stigma. Like a mental, like, so think of like shit, if you got the sniffles, right? You, oh, I'm a little ill, I was a little sick, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, We've normalized that, like being a little physically sick, right? Or being a little physically ill, you know? Like you can bounce back, like your stomach will throw up, I'm good, right? Like that's still an illness. So what we haven't done is been able to like be at peace with being off a little bit sometimes, even if it's like eh, here and there seasonal, that's an illness. You know what I'm saying? Like your body is sick at that time and, and in this case your mind your mind is not sick like in the sense of like diabolical or no shit like that or like evil like this is like yeah you're a little off you know what i mean so like that's a that's a lot of people you know like and that's a it's interesting like that that's only 16 percent of black people that's that's dope um 16 of black people in america seven that's seven million people um that's some dope shit but yeah we've we gone through it and rightfully so like motherfucker we still going through it you know what i'm saying we going through it during a pandemic too 
So this is another interesting fact, right? Because less than 2% of African, uh, pardon me, less than 2% of American psychological association members are black. So less than 2% of the people in, let's call it the APA, right? They're black, less than 2%. So let's, it's a lot of math going in, in that, right? Like 7 million black people who have an illness of that. Of the black people, there's a very small percentage that have an interest in psychology or psychiatry, right? Like, I'm not saying, you know, it's it's a field we don't fuck with, but it's like, yeah, you got to be a particular type of person, you know what I'm saying, to like that shit. And of the people who like that shit, it's only a small percentage of that, of them who do the shit, right? It's like... That that's fucking crazy, right? Like that 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 look like us, right? So, so people. So continue with the with the fact. Some may worry that mental health care practitioners are not culturally competent enough to treat their specific issues. Crazy. I'm a teacher, right? Cultural competence is big. And a lot of times, like we think of it, like oh, you gotta, you gotta recognize that there needs to be more. Nah, yeah, I'll say like you gotta, you gotta go a little bit deeper than you recognize Black History Month, right? Cultural competence is like when you know that Black history should very well exceed a month. That's that's cultural competent. Like you aware and you. Um, want to seek a solution like you think of a solution you know what i'm saying like going back to the earlier uh i guess formula right but it's not just that it's not just like you like it's just, it's not just race right i had to realize like my my this is culturally competent to realize that my sixth graders love billy eilish you know what i'm saying and so um and in my sixth graders i remember one year we were talking about um i think it was nba young boy yeah, NBA Young Boy and Kodak Black. And so the um the lesson was uh argument, like what an argument is. Like and so an argument is based on fact or whatever, right? And so like I was telling them like how it could be your opinion that Kodak Black is better than um NBA Young Boy, but like the fact is Kodak Black has sold more records. You know what I'm saying? Using that as an example, right? So that's what it means to be culturally competent. Like you, you know, your you can read, you know, the room, like you recognizing your audience and you like catering to your audience, right. For lack of a better term. Right. So they feel like the, the people in the field don't really know what the fuck they be going through. Like, and that could be as you could, you could be culturally incompetent if you are different wealth class than someone else, you know, like, Y'all could both be black. Y'all both could be from the hood. But like, shit, if I'm middle class and you low class, low income, I'm sorry, not low class, low income, like, it's a lot of shit that I may have done that you don't even know about. Or it's shit that you go through that I can't directly relate to because it's like, I ain't doing that. You know, like, I, I could be looking at you like that. And so, like, that creates a stigma. Like, I don't want to talk to someone who may be of a different class than I am, even though they're the same race as me, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. 
And so we that we putting ourselves through another like trauma, right? Self-oppressing trauma by wondering or feeling like the people who are in the position to help me can't relate to me, right? It's crazy. So boom. So thinking about that again, another fact. Black and African-American people living below the poverty line are twice as likely to report serious psychological distress than those living over two times the poverty level, right? So it's like, if you, shit, I don't even know, let me look at it. What's What's the poverty level in America? What's the poverty line? Poverty line. Let's just do Chicago. Poverty line in Chicago, right? Twenty six thousand two hundred four family of four. Sheesh. Okay, low income in Chicago. Jeez, the low income threshold in Chicago is sixty seven seven. You lying? Wow. So if you make less than sixty seven thousand dollars, sheesh. Okay. All right, my fault, my fault. Here we go. I was about to say, Jesus Christ. Whew, I got to rethink where I'm at. I'm going to move to Mississippi. But, all right, so for, yeah, so here it is. So if it's uh, if it's one person, it's 12,000. If it's two people, it's 17,000. Three people, 21,000. Four people, 26,000. All right, there we go, there we go. That's the poverty line. Like, you got to be bringing in that much, right? So if you in the crib or you somewhere and that's what y'all that's what y'all rocking with you not about to go see nobody that you know that's making a hundred you know you're not gonna be willing to right all that that could be like an apprehension right you like man this person gonna judge me but you, and then you got people who are willing to be like yeah i know this person know stuff that i don't know so i need to seek that like i need to be like immersed in that to be able to work on myself and work on me right you know which is wild um because it's just like man we got we got different ways of thinking about healing we got different ways of of approaching trauma and it's it is like it's like it's more of a gift it's a gift and a curse because it's like man this is a problem that is i guess a a a ever existing problem and we've steady finding solutions, but it's like then the problems continue. But it like it keeps us, it keeps us going. It keeps us on our toes because we discover and we recognize new traumas, and we find new ways to address and approach those traumas. Man, check on your strong friends too, man. That's that's not just a cliche. Like that's not just like a that's not just a catchphrase. My bad for backing up like that. Um, that people say, like, for real, for real, um, check on your strong friends, you know, just stop and, and like, take inventory and realize, like, damn, who always be, like, holding me down, who be solid, man, hit them with a, you good, bro, or you, sis, you good, like, and strong friends, we, I'm acknowledging, acknowledging that, I'm in that bunch, we gotta be receptive to that help, you know, we gotta be willing to be like, yeah, this shit hard. Yeah, help me out, Joe. Or, hey, can you help me with, ooh, that's some Chicago shit, ooh. But, um, yeah, we got to be receptive to that and, like, being willing to, like, say, like, damn, I need help or 
be okay with it when somebody do offer help. You know, because, like, man, one thing I will say, as a strong friend, like, it's tough when you physically strong. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you the physically strong friend. Everybody know they call me Debo, right? Like, and I want to apologize if I knock you out, you know. Um, I'm a change, man. If you listen to this and I knock you out, you a real one. Like, I appreciate you. Um, but, yeah, like, it's tough being a physically strong friend because, damn, how dare you be emotionally weak at times? How, you know, how dare you, like, need, you know what I'm saying? Not to say, like, people say that, but you, that's the weight that you carry. Like, you feel like, ain't no way I can be weak or show weakness. It's like, nah, that ain't my, that's not my role. You know what I mean? So you like where it is, you carry this weight, you carry this burden. And it's like, you're human just like everybody else, man. You got the right to, you know, feel, care, need, want, hurt, right? Any feelings, you know what I mean? So, um, I say that to say, like, I think that one of the greatest resources I found in here was um like a support page it's called therapyforblackmen.org um and it's dope because it, it speaks to what i was just saying about being a strong friend and like the slogan on the page is strength still needs support right even if you're strong like shit man I, I might need somebody to talk to to keep being strong like shit strong people go to the gym all the time you don't just be like oh nigga i'm strong and that's it for the rest of life. I'm gonna sit for the rest of life. Like I'm gonna sit on the couch and eat Chick Fil A. Nah, fam, you like gotta maintain that, right? So I'm gonna read a little bit from their page too. Um, it says at therapyforblackmen.org, we want to break the stigma that asking for help is a sign of weakness, right? So we we get to the core of it, right? And so what they do, they say with the with a directory of over 70 licensed mental health professionals throughout the 50 states thus far, we're here to provide judgment-free, multiculturally competent care to black men. You don't have to man up. Let's talk it through together. That's dope, right? And then they help you to find a therapist that fits you. Uh, Therapyforblackmen.org, like, man, no plug whatsoever. I just um, felt like it was a cool site. And, like, I say that to say, like, I talk to a therapist. I have a black male therapist um, that I talk to. And, like, it's wild because sometimes I'll be like, man, is this therapy? Like, I'll be feeling like we be just shooting the shit. Like, we be talking, you know, and I'll be like, man, this is the fuck, you know, earlier, man, this shit blew me. Oh, let me tell you. Let me give you a backstory on, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you really just, like, spending an hour like getting shit off your chest, you know what I'm saying? And then I ain't gonna say, cause, cause what I noticed, what I, what I think is hilarious, like I know when my therapist about to like spin me in a different direction, he'd be like, well, well let me ask you this. <laughs> like, when he asked that question, it's like, yeah, I see what you're saying, fam, but you, uh, you stand yourself down the wrong path. You know, I'll take it as that. And so, uh, you gave me a lot, definitely gave me a lot of gems, man. Um, you know, I've been, I've been going to therapy like, uh, maybe what? Six months, six months now. Pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool experience, man. I go every Monday evening. 
Um, and I, I look forward to it at times. You know, it's I ain't gonna front. It's been times I was like, I don't really want to talk. But like, um, yeah, nah, you definitely they like realize, man, it's good to get this shit out. And 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 on top of that, like, it's good to have a set time when you know you're gonna get this shit out. You know what I mean? So it's dope, man. I'm a huge proponent of um therapy, man. I feel like just as a people, this is what we need to do. Uh it's the wave. Like twenty twenty was tough. Twenty twenty one, we gonna get out and, and you know be who we need to be, man, and, and just blossom. Um and just be just be great as a people. You dig? Um so, you know, wrapping up episode five, uh we we were on the fence, uh, my girl and I. She told me she telling me that uh this isn't five because technically I had an intro episode, so that shouldn't count as the episode. Uh I beg to differ. You know, I feel like the intro was episode one. Like, I don't know. Um, we'll see. Like, it's early in the game. Y'all see me go back and renumber it, like don't shoot me in the foot. Uh, it, it ain't that big of a deal. But we'll see, you know. Uh, man, yeah. So crazy thing is, like, I appreciate all the support, all the uh, people like that. I've been saying like a lot. Like, but all the people who've been actively supporting, it's so cool to reach out to people. And they tell me, fam, I already I follow it. You know what I mean? Like, or... Why you sending it to me, bro? I saw it come through my email already. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm subscribed. And so it's just dope. Uh, so with that being said, like, man, just any love, like, any, you know, comment, you know, hit me up, DM me, text me, whatever. Tell me, like, yeah, this was dope. Like, shout out to all my homies that do it. You know, like, I appreciate y'all. Shout out to my people that, you know, that rock with me that uh, that I already do it. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just like, anybody that show love, man, just, you know, we just want to keep, keep showing love and keep um just building this same you know this platform man and i thank you i thank you for every time that you all tune in to me running my mouth you know i'm grateful peace